This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Whenever we take a fly fishing trip, it's usually a blend of something old, something new. Dave and I love the old familiar spots. That is the ones where we catch fish year after year. But we find a lot of satisfaction in learning new water. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about a fine day that we had on some new water on Montana's Willow Creek. That's a small tailwater stream about an hour west of Bozeman. It flows out of Harrison Reservoir and empties into the Jefferson River. Our purpose is to get you excited for your next trip and perhaps to get an insight or two which will help you have an even better experience the next time you're out on the river. So Dave, what are your first memories of that trip? The stop at the fly shop and the conversation between the fly shop manager and our friend who uh, had fly fished and has fly fished in the Bozeman area his entire life yeah. about what was working on Willow Creek. Yeah. And both said streamers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking with the manager, and before our friend came over, the manager told me, hey, they're really hitting on this white uh, streamer. You really be, need to buy a bunch <laughs> yeah. of these white streamers. And then our friend came over, and he goes, well, you know, I heard that they're hitting on this olive streamer and yeah. uh, olive woolly booger and uh so i bought one uh white and i had some other olive uh, woolly boogers i think i probably bought another one or two but um and in the end but i the thing that was so interesting was both kind of muttered under the breath yeah probably doesn't matter <laughs> and, and it didn't <laughs> and, did and it. it really didn't it yeah didn't. Uh. <laughs> I remember that, but I think the first thing that stands out to me was the drive. Uh, we, we drove from Bozeman, we headed west. Uh, it's about 30 miles to Three Forks, Montana, and then we headed south through, uh, drove through Three Forks, and it's another, I want to say it's about five, six miles to the little town of Willow Creek, and there's not much there, uh, but a quaint little town. And then, I don't know, we drove probably another five, six miles. Uh, we we eventually came to this ranch and uh, it's it's private property. Uh, the owners limit the number of rods per day. You don't have to pay, but you have to call and get reservations. I can't remember. Was it five or six? Yeah, something like that. Five yeah, or six something rods. Something in that neighborhood. But uh, we you know we drove across the the ranch. I mean, it's just gorgeous oh, country. My goodness, and yeah. Uh, we were on this two-track that had these big ruts. I was sure glad that uh, we, we upgraded to a little bit bigger <laughs> SUV. But, uh, you know, seeing this canyon uh, cut into the hills, I, I, I remember seeing it in the distance. Wow, that's, that's just gorgeous. And I'm thinking, oh, I hope the, I hope the stream emerged from it, and, and it did. The next thing is the weather. So it was, mid, it was a mid-October day. It was warm. Uh, cloud cover and started out though quite chilly. Yeah. Um, so we had layers on. So I remember just almost immediately beginning beginning to peel back uh, layer after layer as we started to head up head upstream. And yep. at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I think we walked up. Would they say probably three miles? Yeah, four miles. right. Mm-hmm. It was a long way. It was. I think you can walk up all the way to the yeah, reservoir. I don't can. know how far that is. Six miles or something right. like that. Yeah, it's a ways. Yeah, Our friend a, Dave said he did it once when he was uh, uh, younger. I think he and a friend did yeah, it. Yeah, that's but, a long uh, ways. And, but tell uh, you what, three miles up and then three miles down—that was 
That was long because there really was no trail alongside. No, that. There's no, no. a lot of thick willows and that oh, stuff that the beavers had worked. And so you get these projectiles sticking up, you know, where they, they kind of that, that sharp uh, edge that they, they get when they cut down a little tree. So Well, occasionally, well, especially like if we're fish, fishing the driftless, there might be like a trail, like a game trail or some sort of... Uh, domestic cow trail or something yeah. right mm -hmm. and yep. this there just wasn't and no. so it it was and it was really a rocky stream it was yeah it was and then it was punctuated every so often with uh i don't know if the word's punctuated but it had beaver ponds every yeah. so often yep. so there were a couple really deep stretches um but it was really pounding over those rocks that i think yeah. actually made it really a hard not oh. hard there's nothing hard about that day, but no. it was just by the end of the day just you were exhausted. tiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, were, you were exhausted. Three miles up, three miles down. Yeah, yeah, we we were tired. Well, I think a big thing that uh, stands out to me about that day was was streamers, like you already mentioned, and uh, I have to say that probably for the last few years I've I've gotten away from streamers probably more than I should have. Uh, maybe 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 not because we've caught fish. You know the. The nymphing we've done has been great, but uh, boy, we had a blast that day on streamers. I and mean, then we were, yeah, we were drifting them down, swinging them, and then stripping them back upstream. That was a kick, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, our friend Dave uh, was catching a couple before we were even geared up. Remember that? Yeah, that's right. I think he wanted to see, <laughs> hey, is this going to be any good? And uh, <laughs> Man, he was quick to get everything on, and he was yep. he was fishing, and I was still putting on my waders. Yeah, he's really good. That was that was fun. <laughs> we were we were very grateful that he uh, uh, that, that he worked us out, took us uh, with him that day. But uh, yeah, the, the streamers. I mean, it, all day we we never switched. No, nope, we never switched. In fact, I can't even remember what color I had on. I I think I may have changed once just because I I think I finally lost one, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it was whatever we had on certainly worked, and I think we we probably used a little bit smaller sizes. Uh, we weren't into sixes or eights, maybe maybe an eight, but I was thinking more like an eight ten. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they weren't the they weren't the real big streamers. The one thing I remember is the stream was very low. Yeah, it was. And so there were these pockets of water. And so you really had to hit this pocket with one or two casts, and then you needed to move on. And, um, and so you did tend to cover a lot of ground. The, the thing that hit me was, you know, the, the pools were and the runs were really well-defined. There, there was just not a lot of extra water in the stream that year, or this fall, I should say. It is tricky, isn't it, when you're, uh, I think when you're used to fishing, you know, upstream, and we're trying to, you know, a lot of those runs are, we're, we're hitting from the top so we're casting downstream yep. stripping it back up and just having to be careful not to spook the fish although in a number of cases those runs were deep enough we didn't worry about it too much but I, I remember spooking a couple of them along the way well I have done quite a bit of a nymph fishing in the driftless and I've kind of I have started to do more uh, dead drifting the nymph right casting it up and then dead drifting it down to some really good success, especially once it swings at the end of the swing. And you really couldn't do that in this, in this uh, the way the pockets were, the pockets of water lay. 
And, um, and so it was really, really difficult to do that. So typically, we're, again, you're casting downstream. Right. Only you needed weight forward line. You didn't need sink tip because of how small the runs were and how, how, how shallow the pools were relative to the next, was it next day we went to the Missouri? Or is two days uh, later? Yeah, two days later. So right. once you hit mm-hmm. the Missouri, I mean, you had to have sink tip, or else yeah. that, that line was just not getting down. So, uh, but fishing streamers that day, we didn't need. We only used weight forward, so we used our nine foot six uh, rods with weight forward line. Right, and that worked out really well. Yeah. Uh, a five weight would have been fine too, but uh, yeah, the six wasn't uh, too much. You know, we talked about uh, covering so much ground. Some of that was because, as you pointed out, the you know we, we had to go a distance kind of from pool to pool. It was so low. And then having three guys on the stream, uh, that just made it, uh, yeah, you had to go a lot further. You did, and I think you had to keep, the thing that was really important was to keep moving because with three guys, and you know our friend Dave, he would you know cast a couple times and usually always catch a fish, and then he'd move on. And so yeah. you know you're really at man like, after my own heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're at the mercy of of the fastest fly fisher, right? The one who's the fastest, and so you just have to keep up, or else you're you end up fishing his runs that he just fished, right? If you don't yeah. get yeah, and him, usually so. that's me, isn't it? Yeah, I, it I is. like to move. You I, do. I like you to like move. to move. I tend yeah. to. Uh, I move too. I just don't move as quickly as you do. <laughs> so, um, so not, not th- many people say that. Yeah. <laughs> but with three fly fishers, it, it, it made for um, it was a quick afternoon or quick morning and afternoon until Dave cut out. He had to cut out early that day. Right. About halfway, maybe two miles up, maybe when he yeah, cut out. Yeah, I think so. How long we'd fish? A couple hours? Yeah, I, I think that's about right. Yep. Yeah. So. But we had it was a great day, wasn't it? And I guess there there weren't any casualties, although uh, I don't know. Did we leave anything behind? <laughs> You're so bad. You're so bad. That wasn't a very subtle yeah, lead-in, yeah. was it? But so with peeling all the weight, uh, all the layers off, when we got probably it was about three miles up. It was probably at the farthest distance from uh, from the truck. I had peeled off my rain jacket because it stopped raining. The sun came out and. And I, you know, I have this satchel and I put it in the satchel, but long story short, I ended up leaving that really, it was a brand new Orvis rain jacket. Oh man. So someone, uh, you know, next spring perhaps. Yeah, that's right. We'll get all the way up there and just be overjoyed. There'll be a nice gift for them. That's (laughs) right. Hopefully you've got your cell phone number on the tag or something. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Didn't do that. Well, I didn't lose any uh, rain jackets, but I did ruin a good fly box. I cracked it. Uh, You know, I wish I could say, well, no, I don't wish I could say it was a fending off a grizzly bear or something. There's no uh, drama. No, I, I wouldn't wish for that. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I fell kind of uh, almost face forward, and my you know I my arm out, and I was fine. It was thankfully it was right at the edge of the stream, and I fell in some water, which I think you know helped cushion things a bit. But I did hit a rock with my vest and and uh, cracked a fly box, so I had to. I had to repair that, but I don't uh, know if you remember. I was right behind you. Did you feel that slight little push? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, you were just scrambling to get your camera out to try to get video. <laughs> oh man! Oh. I, I will say this: uh, it took me a while. It probably took me forty-five minutes to catch my first 
fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Dave, our friend, started catching right away. Of course, he's, yeah. you know, he's in the pantheon of gods of fly fishers. Oh, yeah, so, he's great. Yeah, he's an amazing fly fisher. So, um, But partly, I was also taking photos and taking yeah. pics mm-hmm. and taking some videos uh, yep. with my iPhone. So, But it, it took about 45 minutes. And then once I started catching fish, it was just steady all day long. Oh, it was. And I mean, we probably caught, uh, well, I know we caught... Uh, over 20. I know yeah, we, I stopped counting I stopped at that. Counting yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you stopped counting at 20. I think I stopped counting at 22. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we, we, we both, we caught a lot of fish. And they were all healthy. I mean, yeah, they, they were, were all, really nice. I'd say, 10 to 17 inches. But maybe it was more like 12 to 17. I, I don't remember catching. No, I don't. I, no. Maybe one, one small 10-incher, but the rest of them were big fish. Was there um, any, was was were yours all browns? Did you catch anything but a, but browns? You know, I caught mostly browns. Although I think I did get a, I think I did get a rainbow. I don't think yeah. I caught a rainbow all day. In fact, my first trout might have been a rainbow, and it's kind of surprised because I knew there were a lot of browns in there. But uh, our friend caught one that was 18 inches. That was the biggest fish of the day. Yeah, but that was just that's so a, nice. That's a small stream. If you'd see that stream, you'd think, okay, you're going to get eight to. 12 inch fish and a monster will be a 14 incher but uh boy you know 17 18 inch uh, fish we caught well we caught several 16 17 inchers but uh our, our friend got an 18 incher that was a uh, yeah that was it was great so do the browns run up from the jefferson if they run do they run up there uh, yeah in I, the I, fall I, I would assume so i don't but know I that much be about tough it to run there's since it was so yeah, low, mm-hmm. I don't know how they would have gotten right. up too far. Yeah, I don't know how far they uh, they they run up there because we were probably halfway. I'm guessing between the the reservoir and and the uh, yeah and the Jefferson River. So yeah, I really don't know. Hmm. But hey, thinking back on it, what what made for such a great day? What could you say? Anytime you're fishing in Montana, you're fishing in just this unbelievably beautiful oh, environment yeah. you know the surroundings of the the country is is it's kind of weird because it's 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 kind of almost high desert in some ways yep. mm-hmm. um so it's very dry and the bushes were all turned mm-hmm. a lot of the leaves were off the trees but not all the leaves were off the trees and then you've got this mountain these mountain backdrops and um, it's just amazingly gorgeous. It's, oh, it's yeah. hard to even explain. It's it. kind of lonely, rugged country. It is lonely, rugged country, uh, yeah. Man, it's... you can just imagine Hannibal Hayes riding across it. <laughs> Did, do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, back in the days, we used to watch this uh, television show, Alias Smith and Jones, Kid Curry and Hannibal Hayes. And, of course, there, there really was a Kid Curry, but... That there was no Hannibal Hayes, but <laughs> did you remember one time when we lived in Portland? We were in college, and I had gotten married the year before. So, uh, one evening, you brought this gal over to the house, kind of a date. I, I don't know if you went out with her once or twice, but uh, I remember we showed her some pictures of Montana. Do you remember this? And she said, "Oh, I could just imagine Hannibal Hayes riding across it." So, I do not remember yeah, that. Yeah, so that was that what, in the fall or in the, in the spring. I can't remember. But that's where that line came from. I, I remember we thought it was funny at the time. But, I cannot uh, pull that yeah. up. So there's no Hannibal Hayes. Was she Hayes. good looking? I mean, was she not? <laughs> I don't remember the girl. You know, I really don't either. I think she was a pretty girl, but I yeah, I don't remember. Just not her. memorable. I don't remember her name. And it, hey, you're the one who should remember her. You're the one who took her out. So yeah. But we digress. Yeah. So she We're, probably got scared when she, you know she saw me taking 
or her over to uh, to your place, like newly married. She's yes, thinking, yeah, I don't right. want any part yeah. of that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. I do not remember that. Oh, that's funny. Wow. Well, anyway, yeah, back to Willow Creek. I mean, so, yes, you could imagine uh, an old cowboy, even a gunfighter, riding across that, yeah, uh, that, that country. It was gorgeous. I, I think, too, the solitude. Uh, we were the only three on the, the stream that day. And, again, they, they limit it to, uh, I think, five or six rods. But there was nobody else. I mean, there's pretty much one central place where you park, and then you... You can go downstream or you can go up the canyon, which we did, and there was nobody. And yeah. I think that just added to it. Well, I think it would have been hard to have another fly fisher or two on that stream. Yeah, it really would have. You know, the other thing is the steady fishing. There's nothing like a day oh, where, I know. you know, you're catching fish every at least every 30 oh, minutes. Exactly. Right? It was just or fantastic. Or every 20 minutes yeah. and you're moving and you're... Again, you're working hard. You're, yep. you know, you're tired at the end of the day, but you've been catching yeah. fish steadily all day. It was, I, you know, that's it. It was not. It's not what you'd say spectacular. I mean, we, we had a spectacular day. Two days on that trip on the Gardner River, where yeah. every cast well, you're, you're catching. At some a fish. point, you're like. Can we just take a break? Yeah, Remember I know. That? We just took breaks. Yep. Like, all right, let's just relax. But this was just a, you'd say it's a notch below spectacular. It was just outstanding. And, yeah. it, you know, in some ways, I like outstanding as much as I like spectacular. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I, what I don't like is lousy, right? Oh, <laughs> we agree on that. We don't like lousy. So, yeah, we're catching fish, a lot of big fish for a small stream, and I think the joy of success on streamers. The last is the camaraderie. Obviously, fly fishing in Montana with you is always, you know, at the top of my. Yeah, we had a great time. You know, yeah. list of things it I love doing, and then fishing with Dave was great. Yeah. He's your friend from from many years ago, but he, you know, was a professional guide, and so I think what's so great is that there's just a lot of silence through the day, yeah. and all we're doing is fly fishing. Yeah, it is. And there's not a lot of chit-chat, no. and it's just moving from hole to hole, yep. and we kind of, there's no need to, like, parent one of the fly fishers, or, you know, and there's no exactly. worry if they're not moving fast enough. Yeah. You just kind of understand what the rules are. I know. We really worked well together, yeah, all three, three of us. Yeah, I mean, for three people yeah. walking up that river. I was thinking one of us might go downstream, but... Um, eventually yeah. you get down to the farm, so that makes it oh, difficult. So, that's really um, true. Hey, you said finally, but actually there, there's one more finally, and that and that may be the most important part of the day. That's the eating afterwards. Oh, man. But before that, remember we took a picture in Willow Creek. Oh, yeah. At that, there's like or, a retreat. What's it called? Or at Three Forks. Oh, was Did it at Three Forks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, yeah. Forks. Whose retreat was that? It was some famous uh, fly fisher. Oh, yeah, Bud Lilly. Sure, Bud yeah, Lilly's, Bud Lilly's retreat. Yeah, right. we took mm -hmm. a little pic of that. Yep, Maybe we'll that put that on the, uh, on the site someplace. But uh, it was kind of strange. I don't know. Yeah. It was called Bud Lilly's Fly Fisher's Retreat. Right? Yeah, just kind of uh, along this side street. And, uh, huh. I don't yeah, know if they I, I remember, it out or what. I remember seeing pictures of Tom Brokaw there with him. And uh, it, it was kind of cool to see that, just to... I, I always love that historical dimension. I think you do too, realizing that we, we kind of stand on the shoulders of some of these fly fishing giants. And I, yeah, the one time I met Bud Lilly was in Three Forks, and I've, uh, you know, I've read his books and and uh, you know bought stuff at 
at what used to be his fly shop, you know, in West Yellowstone. But uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So yeah, then we uh, we ended up in uh, Manhattan at uh, one of our favorite. Uh, uh, watering holes at Sir Scott's Oasis, and sometimes we go there. I would call the, it a watering hole. I call it a feeding trough. Yeah, exactly. That's trough. what it is. It really is. <laughs> and sometimes you go there for the big, you know, steak prime rib dinner. But this time we just, uh, yeah, we just got burgers and uh, yeah, kept it light, as yeah. if a burger at the Oasis is anything light. Yeah, you know, kept it under what four thousand calories. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That, it really was a great day. But you day. could justify it because you'd walk six oh, miles. Oh, man, no kidding. And you know what? It was a good burger anyway, but burgers taste a lot better when you've uh, worked yeah. that hard. <laughs> well, hey, it's time for uh, great stuff from our listeners. And our friend Glenn, the fishing guide in the Adirondacks in New York State, offered this comment about caring for your fly line, and I, I thought it was a good reminder. He said, one thing I would suggest is to keep your fly line clean, uh, yeah, where we were talking about uh, kind of shooting your, your cast, getting them out there. and uh, Yeah, in fact, it was that episode on trouble with a cast, I think. Or Well, that was actually your article on that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. You wrote an article on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right, it's time now for great stuff from our listeners. Our friend Glenn, a fishing guide in the Adirondacks of New York State, uh, offered this comment about caring for your fly line, and this was... Uh, a comment on either a podcast or an article that we were talking about casting and uh, shooting your line. And, and he says, one thing I would suggest is to keep your fly line clean. And that, that is true. Uh, he says, you can use fly line dressing and a rag, which is what I, I have. I've just bought something in, in a fly shop. Uh, but he said, or you can use the moist towelettes you get at chicken and rib restaurants. Keeping your fly line clean will keep your casting smooth and you will get better drifts. So that, that's a good reminder, I guess, too, even the little towelettes or wet wipes that uh, if, if you've got uh, little kids or, or, or grandkids, then uh, use those things. Those work pretty good, too. Well, I, you know, what they see us walking out of a rib place with a, with a big handful of these little... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Towelettes. That's right. <laughs> they may bust yes, us. That's right. The Rib and Chop House in Livingston, Montana. Now they know where all the, uh, uh, the little towelettes went. Yeah, oh, well, that's man. actually a great uh, reminder. I, I remember I did it at the beginning of the year. Um, I went through my, my couple of my rods and, mm-hmm. and, and cleaned my fly line. I'm wondering if I should do it throughout the year. I don't know. How often Might should be. you do it? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not sure if we, if we fish enough uh, during the year. I mean, if you're out 18, 20 times, it, it wouldn't hurt. I, yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, obviously it wouldn't hurt, yeah. But definitely you want to do that in the off it season. Might, it might depend also what kind of water you've been fishing, yep. mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. It's true. Well, that'll do it for today. We'd like you to tell us about a fine day that you've had on the river. What made it great? Please go to twoguysinariver.com and comment on this podcast link. What day on the river stands out to you is particularly memorable and satisfying, and why is that the case? And you can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. Give us a review. That always helps. And also you can download a podcast app if you haven't done so on your phone and receive our weekly podcasts. And if you want to access every episode we've ever published or every article that we've ever published, you can go to the website, click every episode or every article, and you'll get everything that we've published 
uh, today. All right. Thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. <laughs>